What's going on, everybody? Welcome inside episode 1060 of the Tall Can Audio podcast. We, of course, are on social media at Tall Can Audio. Make sure you're subscribed and following along wherever you're hearing us right now in your podcast app. Just a little bonus podcast for you on this Friday afternoon, a little weekend content for you to uh, to chew on. Our pal Vanessa Sanchez was good enough to join us once more. We had a little bit more to get to that uh, that we didn't when she was here on episode 1059. I'd highly recommend you go back and check that out if you haven't had a chance yet. But one of the things we'd hope to touch on, and I'm glad you stuck around for this, was that uh, Netflix has gone all in on some of these 24-7 hard knocks kind of sports-related reality shows. Oh my God, you're speaking my language. And this falls into... in. In a big way, an area where you know these sports way better than I do. This is a major blind spot for me. Uh, and we talked in in previous episodes about that uh, F one is drive mm-hmm. to drive to survive, drive to survive, mm-hmm. and how many new fans that created mm-hmm. for F one. And suddenly, every Sunday morning, my Twitter feed <laughs> is just what? Where did you people come from that are suddenly F one fans? who weren't, and most of them will openly say, no, of course, we watched this show during the pandemic, Mm -hmm. uh, got hooked on F1 through this kind of behind the scenes, get to know the drivers and the personalities. Um, It reminds me a little, I've made the point before, of The Ultimate Fighter back in 2005, which took the UFC from these smoky, Mm -hmm. tiny arenas. It became a... On Spike TV, right, on cable, for free. You got to know the fighters. They were living in this house. It was like Big Brother, mm-hmm. but with more punches and kicks. <laughs> uh, and then when you had the finale, everyone was like, oh, shit, right? You put a couple of your top stars on TV, and then maybe in a couple months when there's a pay-per-view, everybody goes, hey, maybe I'll check that out, yeah, right? Yeah, I know that guy. It happens. Mm-hmm. And this is how these things start to grow, and you're seeing more and more sports start to want to try the same thing Mm -hmm. and the most recent one that i saw and i know there's a second one you referenced when we were setting this up beforehand um the pga was going Mm -hmm. to ride with one the pga is in an interesting spot right now they're being pressed with some competition from some people with very deep pockets (laughs) and so the pga i don't know if you've had a chance to you know how uh, watch this series yet how much of it has has taken off but do you envision a golf series of the same variety as this F1 mm-hmm. having the same impact. I I don't I don't know. It's it's very hard to predict. Going back to F1, that show I think had a lot of things working for it. It didn't come out in the pandemic. It came out in in 2019, right? So okay. the the second season came out in early 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, and by that point, the first season had come out. The first season featured very um, like middle of the pack kind of drivers. Right. And, you know, none of the top guys wanted to sign on to it because it was like this like a random like nobody nobody knew. Why would you what, exactly. want suddenly cameras in your business? All the time. Yeah. You don't want the top guys like, you know, get like you said, like get, get a, the cameras getting all in your business. But it was good for the, you know, the the younger guys or the guys that didn't have much of a story. Yeah, get a little exposure. Exactly. Because especially in a sport where it's very expensive just to play the game, to, mm-hmm. to, to drive a car, um, you need that because you need sponsorships and you need to get your name out there. And and so that's how they ended up getting these guys. And, and the first season was really great. And then, you know, the top guys saw how great it was and the big team saw how, how you sure, know, how good it was. On this. And then they got in on it. And that second season 
came out at the perfect time yeah. because it came out at a time that everybody was locked in their homes and they right. had nothing else to do. And Netflix did a great job at promote, excuse me, at promoting it right off the bat. And then people watched and they had two seasons and it was just like pure excitement and something to watch over and over and over again during a pandemic and got everyone excited for the next year and, you know, learning all the names. And and so it was, it worked out very well in F1's favor. I think all of the stars aligned for it to to happen that way. And I also think box to box films, who is the, the production company that, that, that created that um, did a very, very good job of, of showing the storylines as they were in the beginning with some drama. You know, there's like they they brought out the drama. I think in in the more recent seasons, like three and four, it was a little bit manufactured, just knowing knowing what I know, you know, while the season is going on and then watching it back, it's like, oh, that's not exactly that's how it not happened. Quite how that played yeah, out, but yeah. it makes for a better TV <laughs> exactly. show. Exactly. Yeah. There's even like there's been a couple of times where I'm watching and I'm like that they're talking about one race and then they'll show a clip and it's like that's not even the same track. <laughs> like what are we doing here? But, you know, not, you know, I'm we're telling not a story. Exactly. Yeah. It's all part of like the fun of it. Yeah. Um so I do think that 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 is where F1 got really lucky with the timing of everything. With the golf series, um it's it's a bit different because they're they're signing the big they've signed the big big names right off the bat and so who are a couple we're gonna follow here right off okay so here's the other thing they signed a couple of big names that were all with the pga when they started and within i'm talking weeks of filming the split happened so we've got i'm trying to think off the top of my head i know rory for sure rory mcelroy who I got a good story about him in a sec, but okay. he's he's signed and he's a PGA guy for life. Jordan Spieth, uh, Justin Thomas, they are PGA lifers. The, yeah, they are. Um, I don't. I Tiger Woods has not signed on for it, which I mean, we would not expect him to. He's Tiger Woods. Yeah, he doesn't need that. Um, he's too cool for it. But I mean, he'll he's still somehow be too. featured. He doesn't in need it. to be exactly. <laughs> um, but he's also a PGA PGA guy yes. for life. And then the split, the live. Split live golf, mm-hmm. um, the Saudi backed. Uh, yep, there we go. Um, that is uh, who do we have over there? Pat Perez, um, Dustin Johnson, Mr. <laughs> Paulina Gretzky. Yeah, Mr. Gretzky. Yep. <laughs> we used um, there, there was a, a a moment of honesty mm-hmm. in uh, in college. There was a group of four or five of us who lived in one house, and everyone was sort of one night like. My buddy put it out there first. He's like, if she would just give me the time of day, <laughs> I would change my name <laughs> if we got married. <laughs> and everyone was like, yeah. yeah probably <laughs> had to nod yeah. along. Yep. <laughs> me too. That's a pretty sick last name. Yeah. 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 She surprisingly enough wasn't really interested in any of us, no. it seems. No. Never really heard much from Sorry, old Paulina. Boys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't pan out. But the offer still stands. Okay. <laughs> It doesn't work out. No, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So there's, they, they have a lot of very big names, which is something that like, like I said, F1 didn't have that in the beginning. Um, and this new show, so Breakpoint, which came out uh, a couple weeks ago. Can I stop you for a second? Please go ahead. Did they not have it in North America? F1 didn't have the big names. Like I know you said the names got bigger from season one to (laughs) season two outside North America. Was this, would this already have been a bigger deal? Or 
was it just sort of let's just see how this goes and then go from that whereas now we know this is a thing all these other sports are going to look at it we need the biggest names right off the hop in the first season of the pga and i think Mm -hmm. there's a tennis one going now we can get into but Mm -hmm. you know was that just a it wasn't big enough in north america or it just wasn't f1's biggest names um no it wasn't f1's biggest names okay yeah yeah, they were they weren't going because F one is one of those huge worldwide sports that mm-hmm. that was not super popular yes. here. Nobody was really watching. It. Yeah. I think that's another thing about like you said, like on Sunday mornings, you see all of your Twitter followers yep. just like popping yep. up with like, "Can you believe what just happened to Hamilton and Verstappen?" Whatever. <laughs> um, I think there were a lot of F one fans in North America. I know, especially in Canada, before that show, mm-hmm. and no one really. Like the community wasn't right. there. Yeah. I think the show really helped with like community building. Okay. I've watched that sport my whole life, not by choice. Like my dad has been an F1 fan my whole life. And mm-hmm. so I woke up every Sunday morning to the sound of like, yeah. exactly. <laughs> and the German anthem because of <laughs> Michael Schumacher. Sure. And so that's like, it, it's it's something that I've always just kind of like, you know, it's been one of those niche sports that only my family was ever really interested in. So I didn't talk to anybody else about it right. because there was nobody else to talk about it to. Sure. And then you realize, oh, wait, there are other people that do watch this sport mm-hmm. and like want to. Like, and like you say, suddenly can... they have some time on their hands. They're stuck yeah. at home. Yeah. We can tweet at each other. We can mm-hmm. whatever the cool kids are doing <laughs> online right now that I have no. We the, can TikTok the snaps each and other. The yeah, reels exactly. And the... <laughs> the what? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you about your Okay, really, thank you. It? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's true. It's, yeah. So I think there's a tennis one now as well. There is. So the tennis one, um, so this is where, this so is just, where I guess I, I've afraid. screwed this up. PGA, this one is debuted. It's out. A PGA, not yet. No. It's coming out soon. Okay. Uh, I can't remember when. I haven't marked it. It is on the agenda. It's coming. It's, it's coming it's, very soon. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Really what about soon. the tennis one? So the tennis one came out a couple of weeks ago. It okay. came out the Friday night before the Australian Open started. That makes good sense. And I think the the intent was that, you know, we're going to launch all of these reality shows and they're all going to be just as big as yeah. as what Drive to Survive was. And, I mean, it's a different sport. It's um, It's just, you know, different people in it i do what i love about breakpoint is that it follows wta as well so you've got like five female players and five men's players right um and it was very good like i binged it in a night and pga one the, has no wpga uh, no no lpga in LPGA. that one yeah just <laughs> just uh just the boys in that one okay. but to be fair there's more drama amongst the boys there's drama amongst <laughs> boys. the girls are like the lpga is so unproblematic well, Except for the fact friendly. that, yeah, it really is. So we, I know I talked about this like one of the times I was here recently, but we had a uh, golfer stay with us um, when the LPGA was here yes, in, right. in, in Ottawa. Um, and uh, yeah, and a golfer named Fatima stayed with my parents. And, and there was that one night where we had a little bit too much wine and, and <laughs> we're, happens. you know, chatting about, about golf. And she said like golf, the PGA, the LPGA, the you know all of the the tours under it um they are a traveling circus and everybody (laughs) everybody travels together from one city to another city to another city 
and it's all the same people and it's all the same, you know, the crowds are different, Mm -hmm. but the product is the same and the people that you're working with are the same behind the scenes. We're competing with each other, but we're all trying to pull this thing up at the same time. Exactly. And that really is the case in the LPGA. Like the PGA, they don't have to be friends with each other because they're already at the top and they're making a ton of money. Um, But the women still, yeah, they have to like work together to make this big. And so, yeah, there, it is like, it's very friendly. And, you know, I remember like going up into the clubhouse and sitting there having breakfast and like, there's like three players at this table eating with each other and four (laughs) players over at that table. And like the boyfriends have a table and and they're just like, everybody's just hanging out because that's, that's how they live their lives, just like these. So what you're saying services. is it would make a shitty television show. It, <laughs> like, that is exactly yeah. what I'm saying because it's so unproblematic. They're just there to play their game and right. to try and win. Everybody's getting along. Enough and money. Their best. Yeah, yeah. And the the men's <laughs> the men's side doesn't have to do that. And so instead, it's just all of the drama of uh, the bone saw open. Is that what you call yeah, it? That's... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because it is so dramatic. Kate, can I tell you what happened today? Yeah, please. Or sorry, yesterday. It happened yesterday. Yeah. Um, so there were reports mm-hmm. of Rory McIlroy, who is, I mean, we all know Rory, right? Rory's sure. been around forever. Curly, he used to have the curly, curly hair. Yes. And he's he like, was supposed to be the next one. He was, exactly. And he is, you know, playing probably the best golf that he's played in a really long time right now. And, and he also... Um, has become sort of the face of the PGA right? Uh, in, in all of these like live versus PGA stuff. So, you know, he's, he's like number one. Uh, and then you've got Patrick Reed on the other side. Patrick Reed is a live guy and he was the villain of the PGA forever and ever. <laughs> like the minute he started, this guy was a villain. There are so many awful, terrible stories about this guy. Mm. And so yesterday he, they're playing at the same tournament, which is not going to happen very often. But for some reason, there is this tournament going on right now. And Patrick Reed and Rory McIlroy are there. And Patrick Reed went up to say hi to Rory McIlroy. And Rory blanked him. And so Patrick Reed threw a T at him, which is like the equivalent. (laughs) I read a tweet actually that said that's for a cocky equivalent. That is the equivalent of a bench clearing brawl. (laughs) Well, you do not throw a T at somebody. You don't throw a T at me. And then Rory came out afterwards and said um basically that he was served a subpoena on christmas eve because patrick reed is suing him (laughs) and so like this is the kind of drama i'm talking about hella patrick reed is suing rory yes he's also trying to sue tiger but 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 reed's the one who threw the tea correct he's not suing him about the tea oh this is a different yeah this is just about um he says that rory's defaming him because of everything that's going on. Because of all the because stupid of all things of I'm doing. Stu- yeah, exactly. Um, Patrick Reed is like I'm a I'm trying noted- to make sure I'm a star in <laughs> yeah. this reality show is what's happening. Exactly. <laughs> Patrick Reed, it, like he's been caught on camera cheating. And, and like, but you're playing golf. Like there's cameras all over. Yeah. 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 No, he's like an, a known cheater and he's just like not a good person. And he says shitty things to people. I'm willing to work with the Saudis. And- I can't believe it. <laughs> And but now um, he's saying that the PGA and certain um, broadcast, certain um, what's the word, sportscasters mm-hmm. like Brandel Chambly, and now also people who play for the PGA, who he used to, <laughs> who he used to play with, um, they are defaming him, and um, they owe him something like seven hundred and fifty million dollars or something oh, ridiculous. Wow. Yeah, so it's really fun right now in golf. <laughs> So, wow, okay. Mm-hmm. I might 
watch this. I haven't watched a golf. You don't have to watch golf. No, to watch and this, this is show. this is what. But I'm afraid of being F1, where I'm like, well, now I have to watch the tournament. Like, Unless somebody's going to come over and whack somebody else with a nine iron. I probably and not that one, we're not talking Javi Gilmore kind of golf here. My exposure to golf, and I look, I get it. Mm-hmm. Almost every sports fan that I know except me is like, <laughs> did you catch Sunday's I don't, Doral? What is it? The <laughs> I don't know the the, the trash. Do you go What's to the, the master? Oh, the waste management. Waste management. Oh, I'm like, waste no, management. I did not watch the waste management <laughs> open. I don't even know what we're doing here. Um, everyone but me, who's a big sports fan, watches mm-hmm. golf. I get this, right? My exposure to golf is through me. <laughs> yeah, that's a big part of it. But even several years ago, there was a time where on global television. On Sunday afternoons, mm-hmm. you could watch The Simpsons from like 1 to 2.30, <laughs> and Family Guy like 2.30 to 4, and then the final round of whatever from like mm-hmm. 4 till 6, and I would wake up from my Sunday afternoon nap in the middle of a golf tournament and be like, oh, there's, oh, I guess we're on yeah, I guess this is what we're, can't reach the remote, I guess I'll watch this. That's, I just don't get into it. But I am open to the idea that when you go behind the scenes mm-hmm. and you see the personalities and the conflicts, it could be fascinating. Mm-hmm. As a TV property. And we saw that with the F1. Mm -hmm. But as you've suggested, so much went into that, right? It was already a huge sport that people just weren't talking about as much as they normally do. The time that it dropped, it reminds me a little bit, although not as, um, although the F1 ended up being bigger, but that Michael Jordan documentary, Mm -hmm. remember that was supposed to be dropped in like May of 2020. And then we all had to stay home <laughs> in March. And they were like, I guess we'll just we'll drop it, it next week. Here it comes. <laughs> and that was whatever it was, four parts, eight parts. And it it ended up being huge because all the sports stopped and we were all at home anyway. That we became. needed it. Yes. Yeah. So this, I just, I wonder between the golf and the tennis, mm-hmm. you know, perhaps better when it's individual sports like this because it's one-on-one as opposed to you know, hard knocks in the NFL or right now, uh, Josh O'Connor there with the Red Blacks and the job he's doing with Behind the R. That series has been fantastic. Like these are growing and they're becoming a thing, but there is something about maybe when it's a one-on-one kind of sport Mm -hmm. or an individual sport that maybe holds that attention, but it does Mm -hmm. seem like it's an uphill battle to recreate what F1 did. Yeah. And I do worry that that is what Netflix is doing. They're trying to recreate something that happened very organically. Right. And in watching the tennis one, and I say this as a tennis fan, mm-hmm. I don't see how it could be too, too exciting for non-tennis fans. I don't see how that show, Breakpoint, can really... I mean, again, I loved it. I sure. really, really enjoyed it. And I think if you're not a tennis fan... Give it a chance because right. it is a good watch. Right. Um, but it doesn't have it doesn't have the same um, I don't know the same like fast paced drama that like that F one does. Right. And you know very organic drama in that first season and the second season too. And then you know a little more manufactured, a little <laughs> more put on um, in the the third and fourth. But still like. Fast cars and huge personalities right. and very rich, rich people. Millions and millions, right? And millions, like billionaires. Yeah, these and then teams. you've got the you've got the tennis, which is like you know still very rich people, oh, but yeah. n- and still big personalities, but not not the same. They're right. not like fighting for 
20 seats and they're not like they don't need all the money Mm -hmm. and it's not very opulent and it's not very like there's no grandeur to it i don't feel so yeah it's just it's it's not as so exciting if if i'm not into any of these three sports yes which series should i watch should i watch the f1 the pga or the tennis which one so far okay having not even seen the golf one yet okay because it is not live yet yeah that one. That one? Okay. <laughs> because of the drama that is going on. I think I was actually hoping you'd say that. I really? Think, yeah, I think so. Because I just know I'm not ever going to... I got a buddy who is huge into NASCAR. Mm-hmm. And he says to me all the time, he's like, you'd get it. I'm like, I think I get it. They, <laughs> they turn left for they a long do. time. And then someone finishes first and we all go home. <laughs> but he's like... I did at one point ask him like about... At the playoffs, at the end of NASCAR, I don't know if you watch NASCAR or not. Uh, I used to when I was a kid with my dad. I guess the playoffs in NASCAR are just like all the same cars show up, but we give the top eight like 5,000 more points so that they're suddenly separated from everybody Mm -hmm. and they go do their own thing. I'm like, that's stupid. And he's like, no, you get it if you watch. I'm like, I think I get it. I just, I think it's stupid. I don't like it, yeah. F1, I can remember watching a little bit with my grandfather when I was younger, Mm -hmm. mainly the Molson Indy. Right, like the Canadian races. And I thought it was kind of neat to like recognize things that they were racing past, right? Mm-hmm. Out on the streets. That was kind of cool. I I think this one, I think I want to give the PGA one a chance because it's more prominent amongst the people that I still talk to, right? Like mm-hmm. like I said, a lot of people I know big into golf. Maybe this would get me there. Like I, I still don't know that you'd get me to sit down and watch four hours of golf on a Sunday afternoon. <laughs> But maybe when someone said, hey, what about that Brooks Kepka, Kopka? Kepka? Good one, Kepka, you got did it. I, yeah. did, I yeah. did it. You did it. All right. <laughs> um, oh, I hate that man. But, okay. <laughs> but again, so dramatic. He's a live guy and he fueled all the drama. Yeah, he was the like, one who said, I'll never leave. And then like, here's however many millions yeah. of dollars. He's like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> Later days. Like, I'd watch yeah. that show, right? Like right? every show needs a villain. And the, the wild part is too, like, it's just a bunch of like, Young to middle-aged white dudes. Some of them, <laughs> and like listen, I've been watching. I've been watching golf my entire life. My family is obsessed with this sport. Right. There are some golfers that you could put five of them in a row, and I couldn't even tell you the difference between them. <laughs> like there, it's so homogenous for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, and checkered pants, huge ass. Yeah. <laughs> Happy Gilmore, I think, told us. <laughs> like Talk they, to my neighbor, huge all... ass. <laughs> They all kind of look the same. They all have that same kind of personality. But but still, like, based on... This is another thing where I think I think Netflix got lucky in that they started making this show. Right. To, as to the rival, split is yeah, happening. Exa- right as the split. Like, literally right yes. as it's happening. Like, we're talking, like, the same week. Wow. And, and this split has not been good for golf. It's been, you know, it's yeah, been very, no. but it has been good for golf in that it's brought so much attention and it's really shown personalities in it's these the players. NWO has arrived. <laughs> <laughs> it's shown that like some of these guys really have personalities. Some of them don't no. have hearts okay. and they don't care. And they, but that still shows that they've got some personality to them. Some guys Makes for good TV. who, yeah. It really does. And I, I really think that this is going to be like, it's going to be very hard for Netflix to fuck this one up. Okay. Yeah. That's what I needed to hear. Cause Netflix yeah. does do that a lot. They can. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. I, I just, I have a lot of hope for this one. Cause everyone kept saying to me and I, 
I kept, I meant it. Every time I said, people were like, you got to check out Drive to Survive. I'm like, I will, I will. I know you're all loving it. I'll. T-. And then you just scroll, and you're like, ah, I'm just going to watch The Office yeah. again. Like, uh, <laughs> Superstore. Superstore is my go-to. So I, I just it. can't invest in a new one. I'll check out the golf mm-hmm. one, because I think that has the best chance of hooking me. I'll, I'll tell you this, though. Yeah. I don't think it will make you like golf. I think you're probably right about yeah. that. Yeah, and that's fine. Yeah. Like, I know how difficult golf can be for people to watch. It is a slog. It takes a long time to watch, yeah. and unless you're very invested like it can it cannot Bob be Barker's gonna be out there punching somebody and or... did you know he's still alive I... <laughs> what a weird question like I... a lot of people like did you know that guy died that would I be thought a... he died five years ago no. minimum no he's 99 years old he's still going yeah strong. they just did a thing I saw a video someone tweeted out on his birthday maybe when he turned 99 mm. if that's what you're maybe. and Drew Carey was taking questions for him and someone had said could you do your line from Happy Kilmore <laughs> And he's, yeah, he's looking a little frail. He's actually still looking pretty good for 99 now that we're saying that. He's looking frail, but looking good for 99. He goes, uh, whatever it is. No, now you've had enough, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Who else has a question? Everybody, go ahead. Bob, can you give us your line from Happy Gilmore? Oh, he wants to hear your line from Happy Gilmore. Now you've had enough, bitch. All right. <laughs> uh, good old Bob. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, I don't think you're going to like golf, but I think you're going to love the show. That I think that's enough. Review I after can, having uh, not seen it yet. <laughs> that's fair. You'll be back. We'll talk about oh, it then. Yeah. We'll see if it did anything for me, if I've held you responsible for wasting 12 hours of my life or whatever it's going to be. I hope it's 12 hours. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about that the next time you're in. Uh, we might as well get out of here on that one. Uh, Don't forget, on Monday morning, episode 1061, Graham Nichols will be here making his in-studio debut. That is, of course, if the weather holds. I don't know if if any of you have been keeping an eye on this. Yeah, we'll see. Sunday looks like another heavy dumping of snow, but uh, so far we're on track. Graham Nichols uh, hopefully in studio for uh, episode 1061. Uh, We're on social media. Give us a follow there. Vanessa is on Twitter, at Vansan3000. Links in... uh, Links to all of that, of course, in the show notes, as always. Let's get out of here. Have a great weekend, everybody. For Vanessa Sanchez, my name is Matt Robinson. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you all next time. That's it. Not work under these conditions. If anybody wants me, I'll be downstairs at McDougal. Call the weekend guy. I don't care.